Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Kay Hill Camden is the CEO of Digital Vision Media, a company based in Canada. He's found it very useful to network through communities and groups where he likes to provide value, for example, by answering people's questions. And he says that networking has made a massive difference to his company. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Cahill. Thanks for having me on. Now, your uh, current business helps companies to grow through content marketing and lead generation. But is marketing an area that you've, you've always worked in? I actually started in sales. So mm. I started it at a company that was similar to the Wolf of Wall Street. So very intense sales mm. uh, culture, um, really just hammering the phones. And from there, I moved into marketing. I wanted to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I apply these sales tactics and, and insights that I've learned into more mass market appeal? And so what was it about marketing that particularly attracted you? the the kind of one to many approach right so this is this is something that I, I always thought was very interesting is how do you convince many people to do something uh, at once mm. and when did you become the MD of the company or MD of now digital vision media group yeah so I started that company so I originally started out um, after I left sales I started doing some a number of contracting uh, contracting pieces for different different companies. Um, and then I started accelerating that and getting more clients. And then I started building basically a, a boutique agency. And so that's how Digital Vision Media Group started. And how, how have you grown since then? Well, we've grown to, in a couple of ways, we've grown to to, we attempted to do many different things under the marketing umbrella, so becoming a full-service agency. That wasn't really for us, and, and I, I always say, like, you know, there's there's a number of things that we're, we're okay at, there's a number of things that we're good at, and then there's some things that we're really great at. And over the years, we focused on those things that we're really great at, and we've just either outsourced or partnered with other other companies and, and agencies that do the rest. And so that's one way that we've grown. We've grown to do a number of services, and then we've niched it back down. And then we also shifted our direction from doing marketing services for multiple industries to almost exclusively Web3. So Web3, think blockchain, technology, cryptocurrency, digital assets, NFTs, that type of thing, mm-hmm. um, and some some cutting-edge technology companies. So this is where our, our primary focus is now. And how do you find your clients, or how do they find you? A couple of ways. One is through communities. So I'm a part of multiple communities, and I do do uh, quite a bit of networking I'm starting to do quite a bit of networking now for um, in the Web three communities, and you know, providing value in the communities, and then you know, connecting with people in real life and on on virtual calls, etc. And also referrals has been a big part of our business. Mm-hmm. So let's touch chat about the things that you you're really great at. What is it that you that you do for your clients? So the thing that that we do or that I really focus on is 
marketing and growth strategy. So that is something that we do really, really well. And it's, we come into a company and we figure out, okay, what are they doing? How are, how are things operating right now? What are the kind of metrics? And then we really streamline that process so that whether it's working with their team, other contractors or freelancers, agencies, our own agency, et cetera, we have a very clear direction on how we're going to progress forward, how we're going to evaluate metrics, how we're going to pivot when necessary and, and go forward from there. So that's, this is what I would call fractional CMO work. And that's something that, that I do. Um, I do personally, I do quite a lot of that. And then our agency is, is very good at content marketing and PR. And so those two things kind of go hand in hand mm. um, because it's really about storytelling. Mm-hmm. And so we, we build, we build like really fantastic stories, narratives, we call them story arcs on what should a company be talking about? What, how are they going to position themselves in the market? And then we, we push that out there. So content marketing and PR. And then naturally with the PR side of things, part of that um, just spanned out into paid media. And so that's something that we're very good at as well. So mm-hmm. we just focus on those three things. Content marketing, PR, paid media as an agency. And then I personally do the fractional CMO work. So that's the overall strategy. Now, you've mentioned the kinds of industries that you like to work with, but what kind of business size do you work with? Are they, are they really you know, large multinational companies? So we have worked with some large multinational companies, but I would say our ideal, our ideal client, our ideal customer is someone who has raised a bit of venture capital funding, so, you know, or they're in a revenue range between let's call it, you know, one to $30 million a year. And that's, that's typically our sweet spot. And so it's this concept of, okay, how do you, how do you, you know, five, 10 X your company in a very short period of time, um, and, and really grow to the next level. And so I've helped do that with a number of companies that have gone on to be acquired. And so, for example, one of our clients where I was fractional CMO and also a an advisor to that company. Um, you know, I started when they had six or seven people. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very, like, it was a small company. They had raised just over a million dollars. And, you know, we grew that company and they had, uh, you know, a very successful eight figure exit. And so those are the types of companies that I will work with. It's a company who really wants to see fast growth, who's in that revenue range of, you know, one to 30 million. Mm-hmm. And how important is it for a business to have a marketing strategy? And is it something that even really micro businesses need? I, I think I think absolutely. Now, does it have to be complicated? No. Um, but strategy, the marketing strategy is important because, and I was actually just writing an article about this, mm. um, but the the thing that all businesses are going to run into is an abundance of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are always going to be examples of companies or businesses or friends or competitors who've been successful in some type of marketing tactic or some type mm-hmm. of marketing channel. And so what ends up happening, and, and this is something that I see with a lot of the clients that I work with, is they think they need to be everywhere at yeah. once at the same time. 
And having a strategy really helps you cut that down and really focus on, okay, what are the, the things that we're really going to go for, we're really good at, or we think we're really good at, versus the things that, yeah, maybe it's okay, and maybe we should do that eventually, but it's not that great, or maybe it's okay. And, you know, we, we've got to figure out, we've got to cut the really great things from the good things. Mm. And, and, that's, and that's really difficult, I think. Um, because it's hard. It's hard to say, no, you know what, we're not going to be on XYZ social media platform right now because we just don't have the staff, yeah. we don't have the time, we don't have the money. And so we have to focus on this other tactic. And maybe we do that for three months and we'll evaluate it over those three months and we, we then establish some type of metric or, or key performance indicator that we decide to change at the end of that three months if we see these types of results. Mm-hmm. That's strategy. And so you need to have those things in place to really accelerate growth, I think. Yeah. And I think it's really easy, isn't it, to be distracted by shiny objects and think, oh, that's the latest thing. I should be doing that for my business. 100%. And I, I, we, we all fall into this, whether it's, you know, the, the, the coolest, latest, you know, hot, hot topic of the day, AI, chat GPT, whether it's Instagram reels or shorts or whether it's YouTube shorts or whether it's TikTok. It's like there's so many things. Um, and so I think it's just very important to, to have a strategy. And again, that strategy is not written in stone. You can change it, Mm. but at least you have a clear direction on where you're going, how you're going to get there and also how you're going to evaluate success or failure and pivot. Yeah. And talking of pivoting, (laughs) how was the pandemic for you? In terms of what? In terms of your business, did it change your business at all? Not at all. Um, so we've been, our team has been remote for the last six years. So mm. far before the pandemic, um, far before lockdowns, our clients are international and primarily in the United States. We have some client, we had some clients in the UK, um, Canada as well. And so for us, it, it, it really didn't make a difference at all. Did it make a difference to some of the, the clients that you were, you were dealing with? And no, we're, because primarily we're, we're dealing with, well, like primarily we're 100% dealing with Web3 and technology companies. Mm-hmm. And so their teams are also primarily distributed, especially in the Web3 world, right? And so for us, it, it, didn't, it didn't change anything. Like our business actually picked up. That's good to hear. Now, I noticed from your, your LinkedIn profile that you're a, uh, an official member of the Forbes Business Council. What, what does that entail? So that allows me to publish articles on Forbes and to network with other um, other members who are who are part of that community. And that must be really good networking, I should think. Um, it is. It is okay. Yeah. It's. It's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's great just yet. I haven't really experienced um, experienced that. But it is. It is good to be able to share your thoughts and insights on on Forbes itself. So I just published an article recently about building trust and and finding trust in an AI generated world. Mm. And so this is some, this is a topic that, you know, we're, we're looking at because one of our, 
one of our ventures is an AI-powered press tool mm. called Press Jockey. And so because I'm in this space and because I've been investing in this venture and we've been building it for the last year, you know, this is something that I'm, I'm concerned about. Um, and so it's, it's nice to be able to publish your thoughts on, on Forbes. Yeah. And what do you think that, that your small business owners in particular should be, uh, should be looking at in, ter- in terms of AI? Should they, should they be concerned about it? Um, they should definitely be, be paying attention to it and, and trying to learn as much of it as possible right now. I think AI is going to shift almost everyone's business tremendously. Mm. Um, so right now, this is the proverbial tip of the iceberg. Like yeah. There, there is so much change is about to happen in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, I just, for example, yesterday saw the, f- the first video commercial entirely produced by AI. Mm. And, you know, the fingers were off and, and it was about pizza and the pizza slices were a little bit not right and you know some people were kind of walking through doors but this was in like entirely produced the sound the script the video like everything there were there were no humans involved yeah and so this is the start of you know wait till it gets to version three four five and that's going to shift everything yeah i think so now you're also a a best-selling author tell me about the book that you that you've written Oh, yeah. So I, I wrote a book called What is Cryptocurrency? It's called Decoding Digital, What is Cryptocurrency? It can be found on Amazon. And I wrote the book um, at a time when, you know, Bitcoin had really gone on its massive bull run. And I, I had tons of friends and family members asking me, oh, should I invest? Should I invest? And, you know, I, I said, it's complicated. Mm. And and they all said, well, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, gosh, here, here we go. <laughs> Um, and so I said, you know what, let me, let me do, do my best to share insights in an easily digestible manner that people can, can get into so that they can get an understanding of the basics of cryptocurrency and the, the market. And so that's the book that I, that I wrote about. And, um, yeah. And so who is the book aimed at? Is it just sort of the general public or is, is it for business owners? It, it. It is aimed at the general public who is looking to get an understanding of cryptocurrency. So, like you know, these terms get thrown around all the time. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin, Ethereum, cryptocurrency. And then you'll hear things about blockchain and blockchain technology and bull markets and bear markets. And you hear all these terms. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for any any person, any small business owner to really understand how to make and preserve their wealth as they start to grow it regardless of whether you have you know hundred dollars thousand hundred thousand a million like it doesn't it doesn't matter i think it's important to understand the finances of of money and so cryptocurrency falls into that realm and so that was my area in which i I was focused and i wanted people to understand it so it's really for anyone who who's looking to get a better handle on the cryptocurrency space so let's turn to, to networking now. So how do you use networking for your business? I network because my industry is a combination of 
conferences and digital. I use networking in a lot of communities and groups that I'm a part of. And so for me, it's providing value in those communities and groups um, through answering questions, through providing content, through helping people get ideas and insights. And then that often leads to virtual networking or, or, you know, Zoom calls, Google Meets calls, those types of things. And then it will also often lead to, uh, well, starting to lead to in real life type of meetups and, mm-hmm. and connections. And so, for example, I'm down here in New York City right now and have had the the, the, the pleasure and the, the fortune to run into clients and then and then connect with them and meet other people at, at different conferences like NFT NYC. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how I leverage the, the networks. So digital first and then leading into real life second. And what sort of difference do you think networking makes for your business? Huge, huge, huge difference. I think part of it, <clears throat> so any small business owner is looking at, well, how do I get more leads into my business? How do I get more clients? How do I get more sales? And I think part of that is, again, going back to this marketing strategy. What is the best traction channel for your business? Well, that is going to depend on your audience. Mm -hmm. That is going to depend on your business, your product service offering. It's also going to depend on you. Like, do you like doing video? Do you like being on Twitter and social media? Do you like networking? Do you like being at conferences, doing speaking engagements? Like, what do you like? And I think the the best one of the one of the best traction channels is a traction channel that you love to do because you're going to do it more often yeah. and frequently. And so for me, networking is is a a very important piece of that. I do it in a slightly different way. Remember, I've, I came from a sales background. Mm-hmm. So to me, cold calling and just jumping on the phones, like I like that. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. Um, s- translating that as well into the online world, connecting with people online is very similar to that type of sales. And so for me, even though it's not sales, just having those conversations is, is really important. Same with being in a community where I can share my thoughts and ideas. Again, remember, my agency creates content. We build story arcs and narratives. We do PR. So the the written word is, and the spoken word is, something that I'm very good at and I like doing. So translate that to a community. I'm happy to share insights, provide feedback, answer questions a lot, you know, because think about that as like mini articles great that's that's my that's my traction channel of choice you know so that's I I think that answers your question yeah and so why would you recommend uh, networking to other business owners particularly small business owners I think it's important to get a gauge and a sense of your audience and to engage with them in a way that gives you feedback about your product and service and also allows you to get connected to potential clients that 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 are going to be good for you. And so without that feedback, you won't have the ability to pivot your other marketing areas, mm-hmm. I think. And so I think that that's very important. Yeah. 
And presumably you would recommend that networking is, is part of your marketing strategy. It is, and it's becoming, it's becoming more so. Um, so, you know, it's like, it's like the, uh, what was the, the kind of analogy? You know, website designers that don't have the best websites themselves mm-hmm. because they're just focused on clients. Um, this is this is kind of similar to, to us. Like, you know, we, we are a boutique, boutique agency, so, you know, I'm not trying to make it into like a hundred person company or something like that. So, you know, when, when we're, when we're busy, we're quite busy and we haven't spent as much time building our own marketing strategies because we've been getting referrals and like we work, we work on long contracts with, with clients. So it is becoming more of, of a focal point for us. 100%. How do we find the right groups that we want to participate in that we want to provide value to how do we schedule regular just networking calls it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a sales call it's just a regular networking call especially when people are distributed around the world they're all over the place it's great like i can't fly around everywhere um so let's just jump on a call and let's connect and a lot of those connections will go nowhere but some will go somewhere and those are the ones that you know we we are we know will come yeah. So just finally then, Cahill, if people want to contact you and find out more about you and about Digital Vision Media, what's the best place for them to find you? So I'm on Twitter, Cahill at Cahill underscore Camden. And people can also uh, connect with me on the digitalvision.io website. So that's digitalvision.io. And so that's the the uh, the website, the our, our site for our agency and, and my fractional CMO work. Lovely. Well, thank you very much for being my guest. Uh, it's been really interesting to find about out about you and uh, about your business. And it's lovely to have somebody from overseas because you're based in Canada usually, I believe. I know you're in New York today. Yes, I'm typically based in Canada, but I'm in New York for for a few months. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about the internet, isn't it? We can connect with people all over the world and grow our network. Absolutely. Thank you for being my guest. Yeah, thanks, Liz. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.